Human beings are going to be the only beast that's ever extincted itself. Is that a word? One more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Extincted. Yeah. We're going to extinct ourselves. I'm going to play in tomorrow's show a uh, clip from Bill Maher's (coughs) Friday night episode in which he talked about uh, the shootings going on in America and how we have this. um, He tied it to the epidemic of loneliness. Yeah. And really got into the whole smartphone thing. Yeah. And how that's got oh. so much to do with it and social media and everything. I'll have to seek that out. Uh, and I was looking at this, uh, the most popular article. Uh, ever. Being <laughs> ever. <laughs> current most popular article on the New York Times website is We've Ruined Childhood. Yeah. And yeah, I'll have to seek that out, too. It scratches me where my society itches. Because they get no free play and screens and everything oh, else. I'm goes telling you. Um, but uh, the whole phone thing is just so amazing. And, and we don't recognize enough how much we've changed as beasts. I, I used this example a while back. Stopped at a fast food restaurant around noontime for lunch. I'm in there with uh, my oldest son, Sam. And then three guys come in that were uh, painters, I think. They were wearing the painting clothes and had paint all over them in their boots, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Three dudes come in there for lunch, like taking their lunch break from painting houses. They go in there, they sit down, and they're all looking at their phones, waiting for their food. And and I thought, when I was that age doing that kind of work, lunchtime, you're all sitting around talking. Cracking wise. Yeah. My brother said his lunchroom, my brother does a, a manual labor kind of job, and he said their lunchroom is everybody stares at their phones. It's completely silent in there. Wow. Just not the way it was whenever, wow. whenever I was working a job where we all got together in the lunchroom. We talked the entire time. Right. The whole hour. You know, if birds fell silent, the entire world of science would be freaking out. And those are those those uh, another example that I've thrown out recently was I went to pick up my son from a summer camp and I got there. And so me and the other parents are waiting around outside the door for it to be one o'clock when they come out or whatever. And I wasn't on my phone. I, I am plenty. I'm not. So fantastic that I'm beyond that or something. But I wasn't on my phone. I walked up there and the three parents were standing there that were already there and they were on their phones. And I stood there for a while and I thought, okay, this is this this is weird. This is what it would have been like a couple of years ago. And they kept looking at their phones as we waited the next five minutes till the kids came out. And eventually I got out my phone. So you had four parents that in any other time before smartphones. Any other place. We would have started talking. There would have been a conversation going. Right. And I would have found out, oh, you're from blank, or you're into blank, or you're, oh, yeah, well, you live right in two houses, you know, all that sort of stuff. Right. None of that happens. Nobody spoke a word to each other. Waited for the kids to come out, and then we went to our cars. Mm. And then this that I observed just two days ago, which actually hurt my heart. So I'm at a restaurant with grandma and grandpa and my two sons, and I can see straight across from another big booth, uh, over on the side of the restaurant. I can see into their booth. And it looked to be, I don't know what the situation was, but I think it was two sisters and their families. Both had a couple of kids. It's like five kids there. Two women that look kind of similar in their 40s. Kids. Think they're moms. Every kid, five kids total, every kid had a phone in their hand. All five kids sitting there. Wow. They're cousins. and and So brothers, sisters, and cousins... They all have a phone in their hand for the 20 minutes we were there, um, you know, the ordering process and the waiting for the food and everything like that. And then we finally left. And the, 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 two, the two moms who were sisters, I think, talked a little bit. Those cousins didn't speak to each other at all. Wow. 
Wow. You tell me that's not going to have a radical change on the structure of society? I mean radical. Right. And maybe we're already there with the suicide rate and depression and anxiety and school shootings and yeah, everything. Yeah, we're absolutely got... already there. Oh, my God. Yeah. That whole 20 minutes when I was a kid, we would have been talking to each other. The cousins would have been talking to each other about school or sports or girls or whatever the hell you're talking about. Yeah. They didn't speak a word to each other. Well, no. if you're talking about uh, a lot of the victims of suicide that you mentioned or, or anxiety or loneliness or whatever, 14, 16, 18, 20 years is a lifetime. It's their entire lifetime. I'm not sure we're can, talking about. I'm not sure I can come up with a more radical change that's happened in that short a time for human beings. I don't think there's anything that even comes close to comparing. No. That fast? Well, that's uh, communication so fundamental. So fundamental to how we build alliances and companionship and figure out if we're in danger or not. I mean, all of that. You know, it's like a uh, wave is showing you have an open hand. You don't have a weapon. Um, it's just so fundamental to being human. I was thinking about all the things I've heard from uh, conversations I remember, things I remember my aunt saying, my uncle saying, those kids didn't get because they were on their phones. They didn't hear what their aunt said or their aunt wasn't talking to them. Right. Very weird. Yeah, overheard conversations. That's right. I would hear my dad and, and his, well, his uh, brothers-in-law, my mom's uh, brothers. Uh, my mom had no brothers. The husbands of my, in short, my uncles. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. I would I would overhear yeah. conversations, and and I still remember some of them. Yeah. Does it change your perspective if at that table those six kids are all playing the same game together? Just all like if they're playing words with friends on their phones at the table, and so they are interacting in that way, and it's less of a solitaire. Uh, I don't mechanism. know. Not much. I I don't think there's anything that could replace them talking to each other and looking at each other and talking to the parents. Yeah, it's, it's certainly and still creating conversation. Still bad. And I I think the point that you guys made right before I made that, where you are by proxy just absorbing the conversations of the adults oh, yeah. around you, oh, yeah. is probably invaluable. I used to get such a kick out of hearing my dad talk to other grownups when I was a kid. Just, right. It was like a different view of him. Yeah. But uh, and I'm not above this. I have spent way too many minutes or hours on my phone uh, around my kids. I'm not happy about that at all, but just observing it, it's just pain. It's almost, right. it was painful to look at that family. And you know, think the, of what they're all missing out on and they don't even know. The other thing too, that I've discovered is that conversation among family members or friends also brings an element of comfort. Just the sound of the other people's voices. Oh, there are things sure. going on there. You know, there are yeah. things going on in the interaction between human beings right. that are important. We don't understand. You add in a family dynamic of that, mm-hmm. of uh, you know, we're we're all of the same gene pool and this right. and that, everything like that. There'd be things, important things happening. Nobody has any idea of, but they don't occur anymore. Yeah. And when I've when we get together at Christmas, my nieces looking at their phones instead of talking to each other, and it's just oh, it's gonna it's hurt. rough. You I'm know, not going to let my kids do that. Um, I'm going to be uh, comforted by the fact that I think society will be on my side by then or already kind of switching, but um, that's rough. So I live next door to a vacant lot, and um, I'm hoping nobody ever builds on it. It because wasn't, but when you moved in, they, <laughs> we terrorized the people until they, they left. Yeah. No, but left. it's got like a, uh, a significant part of the year, it's got like a little wetland in it and and year round they're like toolies and stuff so water collects there it comes up from the ground or something and if anybody ever tries to build next to us i'm gonna have them prosecuted by the epa there you go uh, but anyway so uh, a good chunk of the year frogs are calling to each other 
Can you imagine back to the animal world if all of a sudden I noticed the frogs just never croaked at each other, never wanted to, Jack, get together sexually, date, breed, whatever. And and I were to walk up to the pond and what's going on there? And uh, all the frogs are on their smartphones. I mean, that would be surprising oh. in a couple of different ways. Um but that would be, again, frog experts would go crazy. There would be international conferences. <laughs> <laughs> they would probably talk about whether they had both sets of genitalia. <laughs> Do we have that? Drop it in there, I Michael. feel like there needs to be a PSA campaign in, in the way that for years we had, uh, you know, don't do drugs or don't smoke or whatever. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Of a, don't, don't let your kids sit there at the table staring at their phone. Right. I've heard some attempts at public service announcements where they, they're telling young moms in particular, hey, talk to your kid, sing to your kid, read to your kid. Don't be staring at your cell phone and or, you know, talking to your, your buddy um, as you push him down the street in a stroller. That breaks my heart, man. That's, I, I, I love that so much with our little kids in the stroller or whatever, or pulling them in a wagon, just talking about everything you see. But nah, what are you going to do? This is depressing. You got to move on, Jack. You're living in the past. We're dying as a species. Uh, you know, learn to sell people's bones for profit or something. I don't <laughs> You got to make lemonade out of the lemons. Learn if, to sell people's bones for If you're for dying as a species, wow. become an undertaker. Oh, right? Wow. You got to be a winner. You're going to be a winner or a whiner. You know, a I winner. know what you've been so far. In a real crass not thinking about the morality of this is there some way to benefit or profit off of the everybody's lonely and anxious crowd selling their bones <laughs> <laughs> well yeah selling drugs to them yeah no. yeah the uh, pharmaceutical companies figured that out sure yeah the antidepressants anti-anxiety we gotta drugs think outside the, the box i gotta put some thought into that people are isolated anxious the paradox of, of, I got to make a living off of those people. <laughs> right. Of simultaneously never being more connected and being more isolated than we've ever been is a, is a strange riddle to kind of figure out. Oh, Bill Maher has a great line in his screed that we're going to play on tomorrow's show where he said, <laughs> it used to be people got up in the morning and looked at the newspaper to see what all the scumbags of the world had done. And, and you just kind of shake your head and think, well, you know, at least my life's better than that. Um Now, people get up in the morning and look at all the phony sometimes, but all the greatest things people have done and and look at it and think, oh, my life's not as good as that. That is that is that is the change. Right. My life's better than that country over there. Thank God. Now you look at, oh, my neighbors are having sex and got a new car and went on vacation. And everybody I know from high school is successful and good looking and I'm not. You know, it's funny you should bring that up. I almost well, I did mention on the show that Judy and I took a whack at uh, Big Little Lies. It's an HBO series, Nicole Kidman et al. Um, And I hated all the characters, and I couldn't stand to watch it because I hated these people so much. The other part of it was that virtually everybody but this one character has a $3 to $30 million oceanside mansion in Monterey. Like beachfront overlooking the crashing waves, the cypress tree, the sunset, spectacular real estate. And I found myself, like, resenting it and being envious of it. And I thought, wow, what is that? Millionaires and billionaires. Well, yeah, but I thought, that's this is making me edgy and uncomfortable. And, yeah, so you get up and you subject yourself to that every day on social media. Who needs that? Yikes. 
Weird. Yeah. No. Somebody said stick with that show and you'll like it. That the first episode was hard for them to take too. And yeah. They... Okay. I'll, I'll do one or two more because Judy seemed to enjoy it. It's a bunch of biatches being really cruel to each other. I was like, this is stressing me out. I don't need to be watching this. Your review is not inaccurate. Yeah. It is very much the same feelings um, I got when I watched a it. A bunch too. of biatches? Yeah. Oh, it's horrific. Michael, you got Alex Jones and the frogs or no? I want that Two-thirds so Two-thirds of the frogs down in Houston are bisexual. <laughs> I would have played that what sooner, but I was on my phone. Is. It's a gay bomb, baby. <laughs> right. Boy, those are swinging water holes down in Houston, man. It's a gay bomb, baby. Almost every guinea pig is horribly deformed with their testicles on top of their heads. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, it's so unique. I don't want to. I, there's no way for me to talk about it the way I did without sounding like I, I'm morally superior or, or looking down or something. I just, I just, I know how what if easy, you are. I know how easy it is to, to get sucked into your phone. Man, I'm telling you, don't, don't let your kids short period on this life go by where they don't listen to their aunt or uncle or cousins and they're looking at their phone oh don't do that although it's it's so different if you grew up in a cold climate it doesn't seem that cold to you if you grew up staring at your phone all of a sudden you're told cut it out you're going to listen to these conversations it's going to seem torturous it is well they're going to have to get used to it because i'm not going to let my kids do it good man good man but like i said i think they're going to grow up in an era where everybody Everybody is saying the same. Everybody's saying don't smoke. Right. And don't drink the tap water in Houston. With the genitals on top of their heads. <laughs> right. You don't want that. Which some people like. Conversation or pictures of side boob. Hmm. Well, I guess that's it. <laughs>